0: Just a quick disclaimer, this podcast contains some adult material, so listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back to Files. In the last episode, we talked about what audio porn is and how it's different from all the other pornographic material that's out there.
0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about how audio porn can be more than entertainment, We've been talking to people for whom audio porn has had a great impact on their lives.
1: Can transitioning to audio porn actually have an impact on your health?
0: Would
2: would, you face? I lost my libido after taking antidepressants um, about two years ago.
1: So that was Ollie. She is a sex tech researcher based in London she's 24 and she has a very personal story about why she transitioned to audio porn. A few years ago, she fell into a depression and had to go on medication. That led to her losing her libido, her her sex drive, and for her, audio porn was very important in the quest for getting that back.
2: Part of that journey of rediscovering my sexuality was exploring different ways of feeling sensual and I would just listen to a Tumblr page called Sounds of Pleasure, and that actually helped me like tune into my body and like feel more aroused. Yeah, and then over the over the past year or so, I've just been obsessed with um, yeah looking into audio uh, audio erotica.
0: Ollie Audi is among a number of people that we've come across online. For whom audio porn has been very liberating, not just on the emotional level, but also on the physical one.
2: I've noticed, like, in my body that listening to audio was just helping me tune into my, like, physical body. Whereas before I took the medication, I could get off quite easily. When I was on antidepressants, it wasn't possible for me.
1: So Ollie explained to us that. Her struggle with depression and her going on medication was the biggest part of why she turned to to audio porn as a way of reconnecting with her body, but that wasn't the only reason. She also talked about the fact that for her, the video porn industry really doesn't seem like a very moral industry, and there was a lot of the things in that that really just turned her off.
2: I think that was another reason why I actually went to audio erotica was because I was a bit fed up with um, that kind of. A- not addiction, but kind of—I don't know how to describe it really. But watching porn can sometimes you kind of sometimes left feeling a little bit. I want to say grossed out because once you start, you know, looking into the porn industry,
1: it does kind of make you feel a bit bad. So what Ali told us squares pretty well with what we heard from a lot of people last episode. Transitioning from video to audio is just fundamentally a question of making porn feel good and fun again.
0: And actually, Ollie's favorite type of content in the realm of audio porn is not the highly produced stuff that we've spoken about in the last episode. It's actually very, very simple.
2: Some of the content that I really enjoy is, uh the mindfulness practices. So as someone who suffers from anxiety and has come off my medication and just being able to tune into my body I think yeah Furley's audio content has been really powerful um, for helping me like overcome quite a lot of issues I guess with feeling disconnected from my body
1: so these mindfulness practices that Ollie's talking about they're essentially guided masturbation sessions that you can download and listen to and all they really are they're just just one voice that's speaking really softly, almost whispering into your ear, just telling you exactly what to do. Stop it. I will stop it.
0: But seriously, for Ollie and for other people who have lived a similar situation, sexuality is actually an indicator of an overall health. And it's something that she personally learned not to take for granted, but something that has to be taken care of.
2: For me, my sexuality is like super important. Like I try and prioritize it. And when I'm not feeling good, it's yeah, it's usually my sexuality is usually something that um that disappears first. So it's kind of a it's a good indicator for when I need to reconnect to my body.
1: So for Ollie, she found help in reconnecting with her sexuality through the audio porn community online. But for others Doing that requires going a step further and seeking professional help.
3: Hi, I'm Pam Costa, and I struggle with sexual desire. Now, that sounded a little like the start to an AA meeting, and in many respects, it is.
0: Pam is a sex coach, but before that, she worked for 15 years in the Silicon Valley for companies like Apple and Facebook. But she quit that job to help people talk more openly about sex.
1: So what she told us is that when she guides couples, a really powerful thing for them to do to reconnect is to take away the visuals.
3: How do you attune to your body? I find that a lot of clients will close their eyes to be able to really feel their body. And so... If my eyes need to be open to see the porn, I might be more focused on that than actually focused on my body. If it's audio, I can close my eyes and feel my body. Um, I notice that even when I watch visual porn, right, that I will oftentimes be more attracted to these sounds than I am the visuals personally, right? So I, I think, you know, audio porn definitely allows for that.
0: In her practice, Pam meets people with different questions and different issues, but there's one thing that keeps coming back over and over again.
3: What I hear most from women is, you know, I'm, I'm disconnected from my desire and I, I don't know why, right? You know, they're, they're maybe in a, in a loving partnership, they want to have feelings of desire.
1: So for Pam, sexuality isn't actually that different from any other senses. And reconnecting with your sexuality Audio porn can be helpful in that it takes away the visual stimuli and it's just easier to focus on this one rather simple thing.
3: When you're sipping your coffee in the morning, are you really smelling it and feeling the foam and tasting the sugar? It's not even sexually being in my body, but really just being in my body and experiencing pleasure and learning how to exercise that muscle, that attention. And then starting to think about, okay, well, what does sexual pleasure look like, feel like? What things allow me to connect sexually to my, you know, to my experience?
0: So far in this episode, we've been talking a lot about people losing their sex drive and trying to get back that feeling of connection with their body. But there are others for whom it's the complete opposite those people have been feeling that porn has literally taken over their lives.
1: When we hear about celebrities claiming to be addicted to sex, there's often a collective eye roll. But When it comes to porn, there's increasingly concrete evidence, science, that the addiction can be real and as powerful as drugs and alcohol. So a lot of that science is actually kind of murky. A lot of the research that's been done on porn is being funded in part by Christian and conservative organizations. So it's kind of coming from a viewpoint that porn is, is kind of intrinsically bad from the get-go. But there there is a consensus around the fact that for, for some people, porn kind of takes over their lives. It's something that they simply can't stop watching.
0: Yes, yeah, so porn addiction is not actually an official diagnosis, but it is often considered a behavioral addiction. And there are many communities online, like forums, where people who think they are addicted to porn share their experiences and tips.
1: And in these forums, audio porn is kind of talked about almost as a nicotine patch is for people that want to stop smoking.
0: And many of the people in these communities actually consider audio porn and something of a softer transition. So it doesn't get rid of the porn addiction problem straight away, but it does kind of help you decrease the use over time.
1: So you might remember Tamara from our last episode. She told us about the fact that for her kind of stepping away from the kind of graphic visuals of a lot of the porn that's online almost felt cleansing to her.
0: Um, When it comes to porn addiction, I would say that it definitely does feel a little cleansing to get away from those images and to just kind of relax and, and let your imagination take over a little bit. Um, Because of course, I'm one of those people who's been consuming porn since I was a teenager. It doesn't mean that I'm addicted, but it does give you that kind of nice feeling that you're turning away from it a little bit. So in this episode, we've been talking a lot about how audio porn can be used for almost therapeutic purposes. But this is by no means to say that it cannot be used for fun.
1: And in the next episode, we're going to be exploring something that that does seem quite fun we're going to be diving into the world of how audio porn is produced and uh, trust me you're not going to want to miss it
0: audio files is produced by treza mainka the jury astria gopion
1: my name is Trig Veskoukset.
0: and my name is sasha tian
1: today you've heard audio from abc news and ted talk Would
0: you Would you face? Face, face, face.